Dan, how many children do you think American rapper, producer, entrepreneur, Dr. Dre has fathered? Wow. Um, hmm. His, his, his production style, Andy, I would say, has certainly influenced many. Uh, but but you're you're talking literal different kind of production children. Okay, okay, okay. Reproduction product of his. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, I guess since it's even a question, the number's going to be high. I don't think a low number subjective. would have the, the shock value. Uh, that to to warrant being a question at all, Andy. I'm going to go with, say, 10. Ooh, lower. Mm, eight. Higher. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, geez. That's a, that's a toughie. Um, I'm going to go with nine, Andy. Nine is correct. Welcome to Radio Spring Food. Loyal listeners, we're happy to have you. My name is Andy Carr. I'm currently situated in... Guangzhou, China, for a few more months at least. My co-host is Howell. the man who uh, just spoke. <laughs> That's me, the co-host, Dan Howell, right here in lovely Springfield, Missouri. Nine. That that I don't know. That's not that crazy. People got more kids than that. Yeah, it's true. Nine. How many mothers? Are you gonna let's guess that. Um. I, I'm, you know, you see, let's, I'm going to say two. I'm going to say all, uh, I'm going to say eight or with one higher. <laughs> what if I was like 12? <laughs> <laughs> now it's higher. Yeah, that would be strange. Uh, <laughs> that would be impossible, Andy. Um, go four. I'll go four. It's higher. Nine. Lower. <laughs> It's six. Six. Though there is okay. some controversy. Some people have claimed that he has 11 children instead of nine. But I, wow. I, nine, nine are all the ones on the record. There that was a reason that I was... Very controversial. Looking this up. So I was a guest on a podcast from Springfield, their last episode or the next one oh, to come that's out. Really cool. who gets that's really cool. That's really cool. I did that this morning. It's currently 9.30 a.m. in Guangzhou. I sat down to start recording or to prepare to record about 6.40 a.m. today. It is a beer review show, so I did have a Chinese beer that they were able to find. Uh, I set that next to my desk at about 6.50 a.m. today. I had like two or three sips, to be clear. And uh, we did not start recording until after 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> because Classic. that is how that show goes. I love those guys. It was fun to just uh, chat and everything. But I just started reading about Dr. Dre. And... This is a man who the controversy section of his Wikipedia Mm -hmm. has a subsection labeled other that has nine bullet points. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a reason that'll come up. But anyway, uh, Andy, 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 you're uh, you're jumping ahead. uh, Freaking like, hey, sorry. to to the mid two thousands here. You're not talking Dr. Dre. You're uh, talking talking Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. 
Yeah, nine bullet points. <laughs> I was just talking about him with somebody the other day because there's been all this controversy about Madonna going on late at her shows mm. and I had a friend who uh, was looking into going to one of her shows in Philadelphia and then that show went on 96 minutes late, started 96 minutes late. Do you remember when 50 Cent did a show in Springfield and came on over two hours late and played for only 20 minutes? <laughs> um no no i don't at all that that's the thing that happened when i was in high school when at probably the peak of his popularity it's like hey we could make a quick two hundred thousand dollars if we went down to springfield missouri and and did a show at the shrine mosque oh wow i what a cozy place to be for two hours oh my goodness yeah i would uh 50 cent not not good not not good i don't think Bum, bum. That's one of the beats from one of his songs. That's that's one of those songs that he yeah. does. How are you, Dan? I'm pretty good, Andy. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a little bit since we've we've done this. I think the last one was December, right? And now we're towards so. the, yeah. the end of January. I think last time I was gearing up to go on a go on a long trip to a bunch of different places, and I'm doing the same thing now. Doing the same thing now. Had to get another ep in first, though. How's your last oh, month been? How was your Christmas? Had to get another ep in. Christmas was good, Andy. It's been cold here. It's been just a, a a real bitter cold lately. Yeah. Um. Not not loving that. <laughs> Gotta say, Andy, I'm not loving that. Mm-hmm. What? What? You know what I am excited about, Andy? What? Doing radio spring food. I'm yeah. really excited to be revisiting the this format and Honestly, getting back into it. The only good one. <laughs> <laughs> certainly my favorite it's like it's uh it's only proven truer when we try to do the other ones uh i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited andy i i, I like this show i yeah. like seeing you same and, uh and, and and i'm excited to to do it how, how andy how's china it's good man it's good i'll get back to that i i forgot to say no. that the reason we did the Dr. Dre game, if you want to call it a game, mm-hmm. on this show mm-hmm. is because we were going to open the a podcast from Springfield episode with that, and we started it and just never finished it, <laughs> 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 which is pretty indicative of how that entire uh, episode went. It was very fun, but it was pretty chaotic. Anyway, China's good, Dan. I'm having a really great school year. Love the people I work with. Love my school. Love living in Guangzhou, which is... Uh, why I'm moving. <laughs> no, hey. I'm, uh, we alluded to it on the, the last episode. That, that it wasn't done, but the right before our last episode, I had also been on Zoom or Microsoft Teams for about an hour and 20 minutes doing a job interview for a school wow. in Shanghai. And I got that job. Uh, so I'm going to move to Shanghai this summer to start a, start a new job there. Which I'm very excited about. That's I'm, super exciting, Andy. Yeah. You know, I actually have mixed feelings because I do love this current job a lot and the circumstances are, are weird, but weird circumstances allowed me to make a pretty big leap professionally. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't know. And I'm going to live in Shanghai. They got Popeyes. <laughs> oh, and that, isn't that worth it alone? Yeah. Uh, Shanghai, that, that's, that's one that, that, uh, that a lot of people have heard of. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, Guangzhou, I know it's pretty third biggest city in in china i i i mean let me let me open up the wiki here 
Yeah. Oh, wow. No, it is. It's the third biggest city in China. Third or fourth, depending on the census data you're looking at. But yeah. I'm Stop looking at that. the 2000. I'm sorry, sorry Andy. <laughs> I was talking to, to Remy. He was chewing on my microphone cord. <laughs> Classic Remy. Remy, now, what do you think? Do you think that's pasta or something? <laughs> oh, he thinks it's a black snake. He's protecting you. Oh, it's not the cord. It's the little like Velcro wraparound device that's oh, attached to the cord. He to thinks it's a little it. tiny baby black snake on it on the mama snake. He doesn't attack. No, <laughs> Remy's going. Remy's psychologically attacking the dangerous large snake by going after its baby. That's right. That's right. What were we talking about? It's pretty smart. Who knows? Me Who moving. Cares? Remy's uh, coming oh, with no. me. I think we were talking about this. You're not leaving Remy. That's no, great. Leave That's beautiful. Here. How far? Yeah. No, what is the distance? Uh, great, great question. It's between, about three three hours by plane. I have been to Shanghai once before for like a total of two or three days. It's fifteen hundred kilometers walkable. It's about seven hundred <laughs> seven hundred fifty miles. Seven hundred fifty miles, Dan. Wow. So okay. it's such a massive city. I'm going to go from living in the center of this city to living out in the suburbs of Shanghai, which I'm not excited about. It's, I'm going to have a 30 minute commute to work every day. Ooh, not stoked about yeah. that, but a lot of other advantages to, to living there. It's hey buddy, a very, like I said, professionally, it's a huge step up and not something I ever really expected to happen to work at uh, an establishment of the caliber of the one that I will be working at. So you say 30 minute commute. I hear 30 minutes to to take in some some lovely music every yeah. day Andy or, or I'll be a, working a, a portion of a podcast <laughs> I'll have my laptop and I will be working because these jobs require an enormous amount of time and energy so it's just going to be more work time for me I suspect I love work though as you know love work yeah, so much it's... I invent it for myself mm-hmm. yeah and it makes me kind of sick <laughs> Andy <laughs> he, he had the reason he was silent there is because he was throwing up <laughs> yeah, and that's actually the 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 weirdest thing is I throw up silently. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he muted. Anyway, um, yeah, how are you, Dan? Anything interesting going on with you? Eh, you know, it's 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 cold. It's it's yeah. it's that time of year. I am uh, busy at work at the old lumber mill. Mm. I think I actually did reveal where I worked recently. Uh, maybe on one of the episodes, but uh, I quit that job. I, I'm back at the the mill, <laughs> um, getting splinters all over, and it, it's it's been quite busy. I've been listening to a ton of music, Andy, and uh, I, I was pretty excited when you asked to do this. Do we have a theme this week, Andy? And did we come up with it a couple days ago? You came up with it. So it's no, about it's about really? time Dan did some at work for the show. Wow. And speaking of it being about time, Andy, the theme is about time. Time. Where does this right. come from? What made you want to do this? Um, what's the new year? And uh, you know, it sure is. <laughs> Isn't isn't that related to time? I don't know. I don't know why I specifically landed on time. I like I, I like kind of a broad theme sometimes. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to necessarily the theme to be 
new year or, or anything like that. And, and I think I, I thought time was an interesting one because there's a lot of songs that can be interpreted as being about time. There's a lot of songs about change, a lot of th- songs about death. Um, yeah. Time. Those Andy, will be represented. <laughs> pretty well permeates all of life. Sure does. <laughs> You'll find. Uh, but um, I thought it was, you know, interesting. And I, I, I'm excited to kind of hear how you interpreted that and what songs you came up with. I didn't really have any songs in mind whenever I said that and uh, pretty quickly came up with a batch that I, I'm I'm real proud of. I, 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 I'm, I'm really excited to, to share some of these. And, and when I came up with it, Andy, I said to myself... Dan, you're the biggest genius that's ever lived. (laughs) (laughs) And that's God's honest truth. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody had to say it. They really did. It may as well be me. I mean, Mm -hmm. after all, I'm the biggest genius that ever lived. So who's the authority? That uh, whose authority is going to be higher on the the subject? Is not referring to the level of the genius but uh-huh. rather yeah. to the size physical size of the genius in this case most of these guys are little <laughs> most of these guys because they you know they that's why they even became geniuses because they got picked on so much uh but not me i'm normal to normal to to like to to like big big masculine big yeah big masculine, uh, big, big cool BNB. cool guy uh so biggest and and uh Biggest guy who's also a genius. Yeah, you are right. You are right. You should. It should be contextualized like that. Andy, that's me. Let's play some friggin' music. Sounds good. That's what the people are listening for. I mean, not really. So my approach to this was pretty wide. I guess I kind of allowed myself to pick songs. That... Oh, I'm sorry. What did you did you say your approach to this or your butt? I was talking about my butt. <laughs> my approach to my butt is wide. <laughs> How'd you put this uh these this collection of songs together though? Oh, big butt. <laughs> I gave myself some leeway in terms of what time meant, but I really became pretty fixated on the passage of time specifically, which is one of my I guess I don't know if favorite is the right word, but I do think about it a lot and think it drives a lot of my actions. I think it's why I, it, it kind of, so what happened was I had that surgery that we documented pretty thoroughly on the show. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of made me feel like I got to do more with my life because it is in fact finite. Not that I didn't already know that, but it's like, you know what, what am I doing? Just yeah. hanging out in Springfield, Missouri when I have other stuff I would like to do with my life. I didn't even know exactly what that looked like, but I knew I had a limited amount of, time and so once i was presented with an opportunity to go do something else i took it i took the first first one that i had and now i'm here doing this stuff so time uh, i feel like is a really driving force in my life do you feel like it's a big driving force in how you spend your time and make decisions is time a major force in how you spend your time (laughs) Um, time has to be one of the number one forces in how i uh, uh spend my time andy um, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think about time a lot. I'm, I'm 
filled with regret all the time, like any normal person and wish I'd spent my time differently. But, you know, I, yeah, I would say I think about time a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we do these at the beginning of each school year, you know, teams, team shift and changes, people come and go. And we do these exercises where you take a long, like a long personality test and it kind of determines your strengths and potential. It's not, they don't frame it as weaknesses, but areas of growth areas or just whatever. It's not framed negatively. It's just areas that you're strong in and areas that you're not, but it's less about sure. uh, like judging or quality and more about what you can contribute to a team environment. Mine every single year has been time optimization. Uh, and it's because I obsessively try to streamline different processes at work in my own life and the way we would do things. I threw an enormous amount of money into taking, making the setup for our show take less time, like the preparation take less time. Sure. So I, I do it obsessively. I enjoy it. It's an extension of my, uh, I'm very organized. I think it's an extension of that, but I don't know. Time is such a major force in my life and a major consideration for just about every decision that I make. So this was an interesting, this is a very interesting topic. I'm glad you picked it. So should I get into my first choice? Andy, why don't you? I think that'd be a great uh, thing for you to do with your time right now. My first choice is by one of my all-time favorite bands, Fugazi. They're a favorite band more in the sense that I love what they were about and think they're really cool than in the sense that I listen to their music all the time. Because uh, I, I don't. But I, when I do listen to it, I like it a lot. It's just, I like their their ethos a lot and think they're really cool. So the song is Waiting Room, Dan. And this is kind of about time, uh, experiencing time in a claustrophobic way. Like feeling like you're spending too much of your time waiting for something to happen. And it's about wasting time and being very uncomfortable wasting time. Which is, like I said, a huge driving force in my life as I try to avoid wasting time as much as I possibly can. You know the song, Dan? I don't. I'm not a big Fugazi head, but I, I you know, it's it's one of those bands that I'm like, I know someday I will be into. So I'm excited to hear this one. Oh, yeah. If you ever read that book, Our Band Can Be Your Life, they are a huge part of that book. And that's that's not when I got into them, but I think it's kind of when I fell in love with that band because they're just wildly ethical, Dan. Like their ethics that oh. drove that drove them were really admirable and cool. They never they never charged more than ten dollars for a ticket ever. Wow. Entire career. Very cool. And could be why they why they no longer exist. Well, they don't exist. They never broke up. They're on a twenty odd year hiatus. Anyway. Hey. We're all waiting for them to come back. This is Waiting Room by Fugazi.
Andy, that was Waiting Room by Fugazi, followed by No Time for Time by Water from Your Eyes, my a, first pick. That was a jam. That was really good. Is that, something Andy, you, is that something you listen to normally or something you just picked because you put time into Spotify and it came up? No, 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 Andy. I uh, only ever do that to like jog my mind i don't i don't pick that crap andy i'll sometimes do it to just like see get little ideas no water from your eyes is it's tears i finished your sentence for you yeah i get that yeah yeah (laughs) water from your eyes colon tears tears is tears yeah uh you're welcome that that band is a band that i discovered recently andy from uh their set on the best show with tom sharpling uh oh cool there's been a lot of bands playing on that show recently and i think they typically release all the videos of the full performances on youtube uh and they're all really good the ocs played their most recent album in full on there and I'd, i'd never listened to any water from your eyes and uh they played on there and i thought the set was super cool the video of it is awesome uh, and I, I think that they're just a very interesting band. And this is, uh, I, I've been listening to their albums kind of chronologically. I haven't gotten through all of them yet. Uh, but this is their first full length album, Long Days, No Dreams. And it, the, the title's got time in it twice, Andy. Wow. So, uh, pick this one because you had originally pitched this episode as a discoveries episode uh just for like recent discoveries and and while i haven't discovered a whole lot of recent uh, like new music lately yeah. i've been listening to a lot of music but i haven't made a whole lot of discoveries uh water from your eyes one exception and nice. i think that song uh rips as, as does the the majority of that album that uh, really cool band that yeah. that best show set i would really recommend folks go out and check andy what else you got my second pick is by honestly one of the great upstanding moralists of our time a truly esteemed human being sure. mm-hmm. a role model for people yeah. young and old uh-huh. it's a song by dr dre yeah okay oh. <laughs> it's called the watcher it has a, a chorus that features eminem uh, it's 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 not prominent. It's his voice and somebody else's voice at the same time. I think it's Nocturne, maybe one of those one of those rappers that was kind of a, a hanger on of Dr. Dre's during the 2001 era. There's a lot of those guys whose names you do not recognize, who have verses or background mm-hmm. parts on that really fantastically gross album. Uh, I, I do you like 2001, Dan? Uh, it's it's one I, I only listened to either of his albums like once or twice it's it's stuff that i'm just like vaguely familiar with yeah not anything i've ever listened to over and over i have a real soft spot for that album despite the parts that have aged very poorly yeah just (laughs) because it was a burned cd that i had and hid from my parents and listened to in secret sure and got exposed to a whole different world that i had not been aware of previously well it, I, and I get that, Andy, because I know that uh, your parents, Tim and Charlotte, were strictly East Coast uh, <laughs> yeah. rap consumers. Like, so Nas I, I, only. 
if they had found you with a copy of 2001, uh, there would have been uh, just a real... Yeah. It's, you know, kitchen table, 8 a.m., Tim's we were yelling, do you, do, you, household. do you think Boom Bap's dead? Do you think Boom Bap's dead? <laughs> Shook Ones, part two. Now, uh, what I know as, like an, as an adult is that I uh-huh. don't actually know what my parents' values were about that stuff when I, when I was a teenager because I sure. self-policed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I self-policed mostly due to our youth pastor and just my own imagination, just kind of guessing what the reactions would have been had I shared with people in my life that I enjoyed the things that I enjoyed in secret. Do you have any big albums that you hid or had burned that wouldn't, you wouldn't share? Your, your brother, Travis, gave me a bunch of stuff at church that I definitely had to hide from my parents. My, yeah, my, my parents weren't super strict on what we were listening to, uh, music wise. I don't, there weren't a whole lot of like rap CDs in the old, uh, CD case. I, I know that there, I, I feel like maybe doggy style was in there or something. Sure. Yeah. My, my parents more, the big thing that they had issue with was like South Park CD wise. Mm. I remember I, um, definitely tried to take my, brother's tool cd uh, uh anima and, yeah. and he guarded against that and, and took it back and, and said no you're too little for this little boy your little and then brain on, is not gonna understand <laughs> the sonic experiments happening on this you're not gonna work. understand these freaking polyrhythms dude like do you even know what this fibonacci sequence is my man <laughs> um you probably can't uh, even later say on. fibonacci <laughs> That's really good. He uh, <laughs> later on in in my youth, um, like in middle school, I would on like two different occasions. I wore my brother's tool hoodie. He had like a lateralis mm. era, real cool tool hoodie. Yeah, I really liked it, and I, I wanted to wear it, and I wore it one day in particular to middle school, in which I got. Just I got in a lot of trouble. Oh, I don't even like want to get into story. it. But yeah, I, I've heard this story. And then I wore it at some other point at school and also got in trouble. Not near as much, but I think from then on I decided that the hoodie was cursed. Yeah, um, we don't so we don't have a lot of non pod stories. Well, I do now actually, but we don't have a lot of non pod mm-hmm. stories. But that's a non pod story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, but yeah, and for that same reason, Andy. I won't be playing any Tool songs this week. Oh, okay. Even though, you know what? I did listen to Anima this week. Should I start listening to Tool? I feel like they've been reclaimed a little bit. I think that that album's pretty great. Okay. I think that album's pretty great. I I have no shame over my enjoyment of Tool in general. I think they're a great prog rock band. Plenty of bands have annoying, bad fans. I don't know. Show has annoying bad fans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're like the nicest. No, I truly people Any, on the earth. Anyone still listening is very nice <laughs> yeah. to spend their time listening to this. Yeah, very nice. I, there's so many bands, or maybe not so many, but I've had the experience a few times at least where something that I thought was like lame or for losers has turned out like the, all the all of those notions are absurd. They're just fab- fabricated yeah. or constructs like. People were liking stuff that they liked, that they enjoyed listening to. And I was like, oh, no, they, they what they like sucks and they suck because they like it. 
it's just very silly. That's a very youthful yeah. way to look at things. And should I listen to Tool? I'm just like as you were talking, I realized I never really gave that band the time of day, even though my best friend in high school loved Tool and wore the same shirts. He had like a bunch of this is Josh Man. had a bunch of oh. Tool shirts and stuff. Such cool shirts. They Great did have shirt cool shirts. band. Great friggin' shirt band. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how uh, lately Carlos Santana seems to be the the sub the butt of the joke. The it's more like, smooth, right? Like smooth I guess so, but I think he's being like lumped in with it, which like we should just be proud of the man for having such a smash hit at that age. Like yep. I, I, Santana rules. Like you got it. The, the man just lights it up. Those solos are insane, and uh, I, I feel like this idea that he's like goofy dad music. It's like your dad's cool if he listens to santana that's yeah straight up he is he did he die he's, he was an excellent no. guitarist if he's dead and he still is no. if he's still alive unless <laughs> he's something still wrong with his hands now he still is i think maybe his politics are that of an old man but uh um, speaking of old men the song that i've picked for our second round here is the watcher by dr dre this is the First song on his album, 2001, which came out in 1999, and I believe it had been, what, six or seven years since his previous album, he'd gotten older. He was kind of looking mm-hmm. looking back and seeing, looking back on his career and also seeing this new generation of rappers coming up. Uh, I, I love this song. I think it's one of the all-time great rap beats. If you kind of analyze the uh, construction of the lyrics here, there's all these internal rhymes, and it's really, there's a lot of just really incredible writing in the song and that is because it was written by eminem uh dr dre could not he was not a writer he was a producer and he was he's been very open about that especially as he's gotten older and for the for a long time for whatever reason people thought that jay-z ghost wrote this song so he did ghost write some stuff for this album and then later on he put out the watcher part two on his blueprint i believe that was on the blueprint part two album where he rapped over the same beat and dr dre was on that but it's come out since then that in fact eminem wrote this and people can only speculate as to why that was kind of kept secret for a while and the speculation is that uh there's a lot of words in this song that he probably shouldn't have written Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's not really allowed to use Uh so that said this is the watcher by dr dre Things just ain't the same for gangsters. Times is changing. Young niggas is aging. Becoming OGs in the game and changing. To make way for these new names and faces. But the strangest things can happen from rapping when niggas get wrapped up in image and acting. Niggas get capped up and wrapped in plastic. Zipped up in bags when it happens. That's it. I've seen them come. I've watched them go. Watched them rise. Witnessed it and watched them blow. Watch them all blossom and watch them grow Watch the lawsuits when they lost their dough Best friends and money, I lost them both Went and visited niggas in the hospital It's all the same shit all across the globe I just sit back and watch the show Watch everywhere that I go Ain't the same as before People I used to know Just don't know me no Good, you blame me. Niggas ain't mainly at niggas they can't be. But niggas can't hit niggas they can't see. I'm out of sight, now I'm out of they dang reach. 
How would you feel if niggas wanted you killed? You probably move to a new house on a new hill and choose a new spot if niggas wanted you shot. I ain't a thug. How much Tupac can you do, got? I ain't no bitch neither. It's either my life or your life, and I ain't leaving. I like breathing. Cause nigga, we can go round for round, clip for clip, shit, four pound for pound. Nigga, if you really wanna take it there, we can. Just remember that you fucking with a family man. I got a lot more to lose than you. Remember that when you wanna come and fill these shoes. Watch everywhere that I go. Ain't the same as before. So watch people I used to know. Just don't know me no more. Everywhere that I go. I got people I know. So watch you got people they know. So I suggest you lay low. Things just ain't the same for gangsters. Cops are sanctions to put niggas in handcuffs. They wanna hang us, see us dead or enslave us. Keep us trapped in the same place we raised in. Then they wonder why we act so outrageous. Run around stretched out and pull out gauges. Cause every time you let the animal out cages, it's dangerous to people who look like strangers. But now we got a new era of gangsters, hustlers and youngsters living amongst us. Looking at us now, calling us busters. Can't help but reminisce back when it was us. Nigga, we started this gangster shit. And this the motherfucking thanks I get. It's funny how time flies. I'm just having fun, just watching it fly by. Watch everywhere that I go. Ain't the same as before. People I used to know. Just don't know me no more.
keep us out the park If it keeps spreading, it'll be dead and painting and parched How you supposed to be handsome and harsh? How you supposed to be standing with New York? It's mantle in New York The apple is raw, the grapple is core, had to free that So instead we will rap at Westport, but we dealers Who can see clearer than we realer? Or put a hustle for them, rather just bust it for them. Selling swell, do you hunt wild? Are you in the Pele Pal or the mom shell? Same place they hear the devil yell with the church bell Everyone's a medic, well, I like the burn out Everyone get credit, hell, let these words sell Wanna hear an epic tale, it's Ricky Virgil Not the Trojan in my pocket, or in my wallet, or on my cockets The Trojan in my heart, it's the lost souls Let's start home, let's start home Murph off, jerk off, so they all gone
Andy. That, of course, again was The Watcher by Dr. Dre off of 2001. Is it just 2001 or is it The Chronic colon 2001? It's a good question. It's one of those two. I always just call it okay. 2001. Congrats. Uh, followed by my second choice for Time Songs Snow Beach by Rat King. All caps. One word there. Uh, I figured I would follow up your... Uh, maybe you got another hip-hop pick, but uh, what I, I think might be your singular one. Yeah. Uh, with, with my singular one. Andy, this uh was the era when i was listening to a lot of rap i still i I listen to to rap all the time i listen to rap all the time yeah nobody could say i don't listen to rap andy nobody is Uh, if and if they did i would garrot them go rot (laughs) i would garrot them i would be within my right to do so (laughs) this uh this um kind of 2012 to 14 Good in quotes, internet rap uh, was when I was listening to a lot of stuff. Your your first Danny Brown uh, or studio debut from him, at least. Uh, and then you got those first two Run the Jewels records, of course. Yeah. Uh, your uh, Himanshu, who uh, as Hemes is is coming back with the with his uh, follow up to, I believe is like twenty fourteen record i'm excited to to hear that um lot i I was listening to so much then yeah i I really like that song that's uh that's probably my favorite rat king song there's only one rat king album rat king is uh rapper wiki and another guy (laughs) i guess i could pull that up and and figure it out but i'm not gonna um rat king you know is always like i really hope that they had release another album and it just kind of never came certainly my introduction to wiki who i think is a really wonderful rapper this album also has king cruel on it a lot of the world's introduction to him as well as uh princess nokia before she was going by that name i i really really love this album i listened to it again in full this week this song in particular as you noted while we were listening to it has a beat change love a beat change uh changes real hard this song also has a lot of like smooth sax just kind of soloing over it which i really really love um for some reason this was the first thing that i came up with when I thought of time songs uh, just because the kind of hook sticks with me a lot. And I'm looking it up here. It is every year, another court date every winter need a North face for warmth's sake on long days on long days when the sun rays have stayed summer, summer decade away. Uh, I don't know why that, that came to me so hard but uh it, it's also just a really cold song it's called snow beach yeah. it's talking about how it's 20 degrees outside but he's toasty in a tunnel uh he said he says so much uh just goofy funny stuff in this song if you can 
understand at all yeah. what he is saying at, at any point he he refers to nyu students as little farts huh. at one point but he says little farts <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i love rat king really love that song and uh it, it goes on for a while too sure like nice six minute 43 second which you know i love <laughs> uh so that's the that's the hip-hop block of radio spring yeah. food the watcher has week. that line well the whole thing is about looking back and like i said looking back in your career and people kind of coming up onto you and it's funny how time flies i'm just having fun watching it fly by it's, it's true about time it does fly by dan it's real good it really does it really, really does, Andy. All right. You are up next. I'm up, Andy. Well, I'm going to go back to back on some New York picks, Andy. B2B on NY? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. B2B on NY. I wanted to play at least one song for the new year, Andy. And uh, whenever I typed in Happy New Year into my library... It it came up with a song by Oneida off of their album, Happy New Year. The song is called Happy New Year. And for a moment, Andy, I'd like to talk about the band Oneida. It was kind of kismet that that song came up as the only uh, Happy New Year specific song in my library. And it is a great song, a song that I recognized whenever I, I threw it on. I had listened to this album before. Oneida, Andy featured extremely briefly in in the documentary meet me in the bathroom mm. just just got a free subscription or i, I did the trial to paramount plus nice. with showtime uh went in clicked cancel online they offered me two more months i'm, I'm packed nice. till march baby awesome uh watching detroiters and maybe finally finishing twin peaks that aside though i also got to watch meet me in the bathroom oneida Andy featured extremely briefly in meet me in the bathroom, uh, a documentary that I enjoyed a lot. Love the book. You know, it's adaptation of a book that is awesome. Awesome. Is where, where would you put that at night next to my band or our band could be your life or lower any of those other ones but lower. It's still great. It's an oral history. It's a different kind of book. Like our, our band could be your life sure. is a narrative and, Oh, meet I didn't know the, that. Meet me in the bathroom is an oral history. It is entirely oh, okay. quotes from different people who are involved. It's almost like a... Uh, you might think of it as like a text, uh, a documentary. Mm-hmm. Like a textumentary. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's, really, it's a really impressive assemblage of resources. I enjoyed the doc uh, a whole lot. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I did kind of giggle... At the end, when they they list all the bands that have been talked about in like big bold letters, and like most of the bands, you know, a couple of them get obviously more screen time. Most of them get kind near equal billing if they're not the Strokes. And then there's Liars, which is yeah. some reason in bold letters at the end, even though they are just like kind of offhandedly mentioned. Yeah. They're and, a bigger uh, part of the we, book. They're a pretty big part of the book. Absolutely. And I and I totally uh, believe that. Uh, however, Oneida is featured when they show the bill for the Liars and Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs show. Mm-hmm. I, Oneida is the band billed in between them. 
uh, that, that's not really talked about in the documentary at all. Oneida, a band I discovered uh, from Kid Millions' inclusion on uh, Marnie Stern's fourth oh, record, cool. the, the now 10-year-old Chronicles of Marnia. He was the drummer to uh, kind of replace zach hill when when zach hill was in full death grips mode yeah. and no longer uh doing the marnie stern thing zach hill you know on those first three incredible marnie stern records he has co-songwriting credit on all of those because he's really uh structuring the songs with her and then once you get in past those uh, it's purely marnie it's marnie with uh kid millions first on chronicles of marnie and now with uh the arcade fire drummer on the comeback kid her most recent no incredible album but kid millions uh drumming i think on chronicles of marnia is so insanely good and and just really like uh both really technically proficient and all over the place but kind of like understated and like really lets uh, what marnie's doing kind of shine in a in a way that maybe the songs with zach hill were uh, more Clearly a collaborative effort between the two. Really a fan of his drumming, so I checked out Oneida. I've been slowly kind of trying to make my way through their discography. I think they have some incredible records. I would really recommend people check out either their most recent one, Success, from either last year or the year before that, or Each One Teach One. I think that that is a pretty heavy hitting record and uh wanted to play a little oneida this week and just say that um i i think oneida was not included in the documentary or probably i'm sure that they're maybe mentioned in the book or one of the members quoted or something uh because they were just too early with what they were doing andy sure. they are 60s psychedelia uh garage rock revival kind of mixed with some heavy experimental stuff uh but they they were just a little too early on the psychedelic revival wave um and and weren't weren't doing the dance punk thing Ah, that was really blowing up in in new york and um you know i think they were just for a different time great album i'm looking at it preteen weaponry fantastic oh yeah enemy hogs rated o yeah oh but truly a fantastic band. Each one teach one truly, I, I think is just such an awesome album. Opens with the, the burning 15 minute long sheets of Easter. Cool. Uh, okay. that, that is just one of the hardest hitting okay. uh, rockers in my book, Andy. So I am going to play for you and all the people right now, the title track off of the wonderful album. Happy new year by Oneida. It's called Happy New Year. Awake my eyes in cups of green The quiet 
like a tune Another song that spells the gloom And through the windows to shattered glass The lavish brawl of burnt brown grass The sun without its life for me I said a prayer, but we shall see Steal or cheat or lie. Or his name 
nicest thing I've seen Well, together we're gonna wait around and die Yeah, together we're gonna wait around and die Towns Van Zant, one of the saddest old bastards who ever lived and then stopped, stopped living way too, way too young. Who's Waiting Van what? around to die, Towns Van Zant. That's a sad one, Dan, and I don't think I could have found anything that sounded any different than the previous song had I had I tried and <laughs> known what was coming. That one would be fit for our, our whiplash yeah. episode, Andy. Pretty simple um, and clear. Really like that one. How that one re- relates to time. It's it's a guy looking back at all the poor a lot of poor decisions that he's made, or you know what? That's subjective. Looking back at a lot of decisions that he's made, saying, Well, I had to do something instead of just waiting around to die. And you know what? I think that that drives a lot of us who go out and do stuff. Now, this guy was doing crimes, <laughs> <laughs> where some of us like create work for ourselves and projects and stuff like that. So it is truly way, way, way better than just a waiting around to die. Having Man. fun, doing stuff, <sighs> making stuff, playing Final Fantasy, way better. Imagine if Towns Van Zant had just done podcasts instead of crime. <laughs> true. Yeah. I don't think he'd really did crime it was just the characters in his songs it is interesting because this is one of the saddest songs he wrote and he's got a couple other sad ones i'm just reading on genius about how he would say i, I can't play that song very often because it just like dips too deep into the darkness and people don't want to go there with him during the shows sure which is which is pretty interesting so these are kind of the songs he, he's known for the darker songs but a lot of his music was a lot more upbeat and kind of jingle jangly but that's not the stuff he's known for anymore so this is really not familiar at, at, with with any of his work uh, at all. Great documentary about him that played in played in theaters, uh, played in the Moxie in the in the early days. I think it's been at least fifteen years since since it was uh, in theaters, but it's worth watching. It was a really interesting, really sad sad it. character. I've been on a music doc kick. We did meet me in the bathroom. Ooh. Then also on a Showtime, there was a I Am Cliche, the polystyrene documentary i thought was all right and the what, what, what else did we have i mean she's in, insanely interesting i thought the documentary was all right sure. uh, she i would be hard pressed to find a more interesting subject and uh up the upsetter the lee scratch perry documentary which i think was uh he, he's a super interesting guy the documentary was uh they got Benicio del Toro to to do uh, a single take on the narration. Wow. Uh, one, at one point, he he calls ska ska. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you know, I think that money might have been better spent elsewhere. But uh, very good documentary. Also watched Rockers. The Rockers. There's a a reggae. Uh, in in film collection on the criterion channel it's got me really wanting to finish a brief history of seven killings the book that you recommended oh yeah yeah nary probably long time six years ago now it was it was just before no i think it was just before we started the podcast mm, actually yeah it would have been i I probably would put it about maybe when i decided to read it it was during a temporary breakup is whenever i was reading it Mm -hmm. and talking to you about it because i just tried to really a really uh, descriptive uh, 
scene of intimacy in the middle of the White River yeah. Brewing Company. We've talked about this on the show before. Yes. I, I, are, right. you, are you familiar uh, with uh, the Silver Eaton Mount Scullies. Zion Memorial Orchestra? Oh, Andy, am I familiar? I'm sitting next to one of their posters oh, that cool. always hangs at my desk space. One of my favorite uh, pieces of art. I currently have a, a month of movie so that I can watch some of their releases from 2023. You know, trying to fill out the 2023 movie list now that a lot of these uh, yeah. films are finally becoming available for me to watch. They have the 23 documentary about uh, the Mount Zion, the Silver Mount Zion Memorial Orchestra on there called Come Worry With I Us. I had no clue. It's about no clue. the I'm gonna uh, watch that tonight, couple probably. that's at the center of the, the band trying to balance parenthood and uh, their career as musicians. It sounds pretty. Is cool. that Ephraim and Jessica? I'm I'm not sure. I've 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 seen both of them. They they've both walked feet away from me and, and then uh, saw them at the at the show. They're both in Godspeed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're the he's he's he is he's the main Godspeed guy, and she plays uh, uh the violin in the band. It's they're I didn't it, know that. That's awesome. Well, in, in incredible musicians, both of them, huge, huge inspirations to, to little yeah. Dan here. Well, Dan, uh, I guess we can talk about shows for a little bit, which will actually segue into my next song. But before that, I'm just going to run down some stuff I've got coming up. I'm very excited. I'm both taking a trip that was built around going to see shows and also have a bunch of shows coming up in Guangzhou, which I'm pretty stoked about. Sure. So in Guangzhou in March, I'm going to be seeing Explosions in the Sky talked wow. before about how post-rock crosses oceans because there's no language barrier so i've seen some good post-rock here saw mm-hmm. the album leaf saw Absolutely. caspian seen some good stuff not my not one of my favorite genres but live love going to those shows love getting pounded getting pulverized by sound it's great you see that godspeed you black emperor the loudest band i have ever seen oh man in my life that's a band i could see coming here at some point with just with the post-rock oh, connection yeah gonna see black country new road the, the oh, new I configuration of the band, obviously. Did not get to see them be- at a music festival in the, in the winter last year. I complained about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was in the spring last year. I complained about it a lot because I had to choose between them and Wu-Tang Clan. I went to Wu-Tang Clan and only half of Wu-Tang Clan were there. None of the famous guys were there. So I kind of regretted it. But now I don't because yep. I'm going to get to see BCNR right here in Guangzhou. Very excited Friends about forever. that. And Dan, I'm also going to see some 41. <laughs> Oh, in wow. Guangzhou. I think a buddy and I are going to go see Tom Jones in Hong Kong, and I'm trying to scheme a way to see Rod Stewart. However, that's a Monday night in Hong Kong, and Kings of Convenience are playing in Guangzhou the same night as well. I do not, I actively don't enjoy their music, but a friend wants to go, and he really likes them, so I'll probably go to that show. So I've got a lot coming up in China, with the exception of, of BCNR, probably not anything that I would go to if I was living somewhere where things happened all the time, but things that I... I'm very excited to to have the opportunity to just go do anything here. And just it's just so f- cool and such a privilege to get to have those experiences and such a strange place to have them. But yeah, next Friday, uh, today's Sunday as we record this for me, it's Saturday night for you. On Friday, I will be heading to Hong Kong and then flying to London. Never been to England I have, I've only ever been to Spain. It's the only place in Europe I've ever been, and that was the year 2006. So, oh my God, that's so long ago. That's so long ago. I didn't really think about that until yeah. right now. That's 18 years since I've been Ooh, that in trip Europe. can smoke a ciggy now. Yeah. Wow. 
So I'm going to London, Dan. I'm going to see a bunch of shows. The oh. impetus for this was seeing the, the Menzingers tour dates and realizing that they coincided with my Chinese New Year break. So I'll be seeing them twice. I'll be seeing them the day that I land. So I'll be horrifically jet-lagged on. I arrive in London on the morning of February 3rd. And then that night, I will watch the Menzingers, Prince Daddy and the Hyena, and Gladdy. Then a very cool night after that, I'm going to go. And, and before you get too far okay. here, Andy, can I just confirm? Are you, um, you're not talking about like us going off on the podcast, are you? Menzingers? Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. That's my favorite thing. My, oh, I okay. consider that my favorite band, just men zinging each other, you and me yeah. specifically. Uh huh. Yeah. As hard as it, is, as it is for me to think of us as men, uh, I do think about <laughs> us zinging each other. But yeah, so oh, I'll yeah. see them. I'm going to see two West End musicals the next two days. Then I will go to Birmingham and see the Menzingers again there before returning to London. Then I'm going to go to Zurich, Dan. Not a place I ever thought I'd wind up, but I have a really good friend in Zurich. I'm going to go see that friend. I'm also going to see the band Spanish Love Songs, who I, I like a lot. They're going to play with Heart Attack Man, a band I had a ticket to see in Chicago this summer and chose just not to go. And lo and behold, they're opening for Spanish Love Songs, so I'll see them again. Then I'm going to see Deerhoof in, in Zurich as well. Wow. So that'll be really interesting. I had you rec- give me some Deerhoof recommendations. I got to say they're more of a song band for me. Like I like specific songs more than I like the albums. Sure. But that song, I Will Spite Survive, is the one that really has, has stuck with me. I love, I love that. Has Jen Wozner from, from Wyoke, who we saw if I together. Can recommend, absolutely we did. Uh, if I can recommend another Deerhoof album to you. I would say their live album oh. is is a bang up collection of a lot of their great songs played in the uh, insanely off the rails crazy way that they perform live. Uh, Fever twelve something fourteen, I think, is what it's called, and it's a it's a pretty fantastic live album. Really like that one. Okay. I see it. I'm adding it to my collection. I will be listening to it when I run in the cold after we finish recording. That's exciting. <sighs> so after Deerhoof, I will return to London. I'm going to watch a solo piano show by Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah, which will be interesting. Never okay. been in one of my bands, but it's but it's happening. Sure. The next time I'm going to watch Beach, Beach Fossils. Again, not one of my bands, but I'm going because it's happening. And then Andrew Savage from Parquet Courts will be the last one that I see. Almost picked a Parquet Courts song for this oh, week, though. Big fan of Parquet Courts. Borrowed Time yeah. off of uh, the, 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 one, the gold one. I forgot. I'm also going to see a band called The Scratch. I just found this band, The Scratch, because they happened to be playing at a venue I was going to be seeing another show at. I have a couple open nights, like... I'm seeing Matilda on the West End at the Cambridge Theater on Sunday, February 4th. Sure. And that evening, I didn't have anything to do. So I was just searching the listings, listening to the music, and this band stuck out to me. They're kind of like, I don't know. I was thinking about it, Dan. They're almost a mix of like Fleet Foxes and McCluskey, if you can imagine that, with an Irish oh, accent. I've been listening to so much McCluskey, and I love it. Lay it on me. Yeah. What are they? The Scratch. Who is this? The Scratch is what they're called. Oh, Just their most recent Very album cool. sounds like that. They're a little bit more like Irish folk punk up to that point, but they integrate these metal elephants in their most recent album that I'm, I'm really into it. It's, it's very cool. I had to get a resale ticket because the show was sold out, which is very exciting. All these other shows that I'm going to, not sold out. Deerhoof and Zurich, not sold out. 
Sure. Uh, Jeff Rosenstock is sold out. That's one that I wanted to go see. I've already seen him, though, so it's fine. I'll see somebody I haven't seen instead. Anyway, got a bunch of shows coming up, Dan. I was sad to miss... I was going to be sad to miss the Menzingers' last touring cycle because I think they are my favorite band. I think they. I used to say it's either Menzingers or Titus Andronicus, but I think it's the Menzingers now. Uh, they one of those bands that they 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 speak for me, speak to me, make me move. You've heard my whole theory about music before and how that works. They hit all four quadrants. Love them so much. They got a lot of songs about time, about looking back at your life, trying to work out how you feel about the experiences you've had, and the song I have chosen. For our list here today, it's a song called Some of It Was True. It's the title track from their last album. And honestly, I when the album came out, I thought it was one of the weaker songs. And part of it is because the song that comes after it is called Try, which I think is like just one of the all-time jams of 2023. The reason I love this song, I don't know, it's, it's really simple. It's The transitions between the verse and the chorus used to bother me a little bit when because they, there isn't really one. Like There's no fills. They just jump from the verse to the chorus. But the more that I listen to it, the more I love it. It's just the, the chorus says the older I get, the less I know. And I knew nothing then. And the verses are about just kind of looking back at being young and not understanding that you had a future and trying to make sense of everything that happened when you get older. And I just, I love this band. I love the song. They're, they're very popular. And yet I'm like, I don't, I think I know one other person who really, really loves them. Some of it was true by the Menzingers. I'm excited. One day I will wake up in a dream And the meaning of it all will be revealed to me Suddenly I'm 17 Driving alone for the first time Smoking cigarettes that can't kill me yet Riding away from the sunrise Winding my way down the back road The older I get, the less I know And I know nothing now The older 
precious I can't understand Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time Are you gathering up the tease? Have you had enough of mine? Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time Are you gathering up the tease? Have you had enough of mine? I still don't know what you mean The weekend at the college Didn't turn out like you planned The things that pass for knowledge I can't understand Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time Are you gathering up the tease? Have you had enough of mine? Are you reeling in the yeast? Stowing away the time That was reeling in the oh, years yeah. by Steely Dan, and you should see the look on Andy's face. I love listening I like it. to that song. He, I mean, I kind of hope he just keeps it in. He continually said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> well, here's why. 
I've got my my group text with all my old friends back home, and I did ask them for their sure. recommendations uh, for this, and I want to find Wes's response. Wes, is, Wes, who has been on the show twice, does not listen, but then complains whenever he's not included. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. Like this, this went on for a while. So I'm not falling for this again. We all know you're just going to play songs that you and Dan pick anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but then I want to yeah, go back sure. up. And I'm going to read another text that Wes sent earlier that day. I'm drinking wine, making dinner, and listening to Steely Dan. Dad mode engaged. So we're going to consider this a representation of your entire lifestyle, Wes. Probably. Oh, yeah. No, I'll call this a Wes pick. (laughs) When you told me that one of your friends was talking about it, I I immediately went to Jake. I know uh, Jake's a, a, a big fan of the Dan. Great band, Andy. When we were talking about uh maligned music earlier when i when i was talking about santana i almost also mentioned steely dan but didn't because i knew that they would be coming up really fantastic band this song in particular is just such a jam it's so good it is anyone who does not like steely dan you you can really throw reeling in the ears at them and that is the one that they're like well yeah not that song that song's great and then you throw out like the nine other good steely dan songs and yeah. yeah why do people rip on them this is another band they were they're not similar to tool and musically but I, similar to tool in that people rip on steely dan and it's fun and cool to like say steely Dan is lame and they're not they just have a lot thing. of great songs i felt like whenever i was listening to wtf mark maron would bring up a lot of the the cleanness of their sound yeah. and that being an annoying thing and, and i think that this song in particular is an early steely dan song it's a while it is very clean their songs do sound awesome the drums in their songs always sound incredible yeah. this song that that guitar solo at the beginning i think is a is kind of nasty you know it, it it's it's not like friggin Boris or anything, but uh, there it's got a little, a little. That's a meanness. I don't There's know. a lot it's of meanness in the music. To it, yeah. You pay attention to the words. Yes, yeah. The, the songs are not. They're 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 dark and man. Just some of the drumming on Steely Dan records are is, is so good. I, I just picked up a copy of Asia at a local thrift store here in town was very glad to have found it and it's so great it's like seven tracks long and i think there's six different just incredible studio drummers that work on it like uh the only person who doubles up is bernard purdy who i I thought was maybe playing on this song Uh because of the incredible uh shuffle behind it what an insanely great drum part to a song and one that just sticks in your mind forever uh, i thought it was the iconic purdy shuffle uh but it's not it's 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 the an early steely dan member jim hotter uh, before they became more of a studio band they they he he was an actual member of the band i think now the band is just the the two guys or the one you know one of them's gone now but uh they they became more they would just bring in all the world's greatest drummers your bernard purdy your steve gads uh and and have them play on the tracks this one's jim hotter and he is killing it it's uh my favorite steely dan drum part one of my favorite drum parts of all time just has such a great feel to it and uh yeah real shoe in for the time playlist 
I, I, I got, I got, I got nothing else to say about it. I don't, I think Steely Dan's a pretty cool band. We're talking about, you know, balling and doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. They're cool. That's pretty cool. They're good to band. Me. Yeah. A lot of rappers have sampled Steely Dan over the years too, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Oh. Lane bands don't get sampled. There's no examples of lane bands being sampled. Not a single one. There's a never has a a band that you would consider lame been sampled. Yeah, never. Not one. I agree. All right, Dan. Speaking of reeling in the years, it's about time for us to reel up this episode. Not really. We can talk for long. The episode. We can reel up the the final picks here. I'm glad to Andy when I picked time songs. As the theme for this episode, I did not have this song in mind. And I went, went as I do anytime we're doing this, I went through my long playlists of songs that I love and think are great and kind of looked for inspiration. And I found this song. This song appears on uh, a, a couple different playlists that I have. Uh, my more powerful playlists andy this song is called rabid bits of time by chad van galen oh yeah uh it's it's off his album called the soft airplane it is um easily i would say the uh heaviest emotional reaction i have ever had to a song ever um i was introduced to this song, of course, by my beautiful dime piece girlfriend. Uh, she is, I'd say, roughly 100 times cooler than me, uh, which puts her about a thousand times cooler than, say, you or uh, anyone else I know. <laughs> um, I, I think the math is all right there. Um, yeah. And she's introduced me to a lot of incredible music throughout our relationship. Uh this song, I think, in particular, came from like her her last FM uh, scrobbling. Uh, that's just one way you know she's cool because she uses last FM, uh, the the coolest music listening platform. Uh, and and I believe this song came from that. I I feel like I had heard it before at some point. Definitely was introduced to me by her. Uh, but the time that it really hit me, it was it was uh, just particularly sad set of circumstances sure. um in in life and um was kind of just in a mode of grief and in in a mode just at the time of listening to the song of like right now we're 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 listening to things and and in emoting and and uh i don't know it's hard to explain andy but uh, I this song came on and pretty much from the opening, uh, it kind of twills of the guitar had me. I'm reading uh, the words, and then Jad, wow. Chad Van Galen starts singing, and uh, it completely wrecked me. I, I started bawling. Um, I have never had an emotional response to a song. I mean, I, I plenty of songs make me cry, sure. and it did. But uh, did this one in particular, it it was hard to listen to whenever 
picking songs for the show because it, it reminds me of that moment, even though it was a very insanely cathartic moment for me. Uh, the song just bowls me over. I've listened to it so many times since that time, and uh, I, I really love it so much. Um, I The ending of the song in particular, it... Um, uh, it's it's just kind of all held together on a string, like really a loose song. Uh, more elements kind of come in. The the even like w- when the drums come in, it's just like kind of a single hit each measure of of like a snare and some bells, and uh, it, it 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 does it crescendos and and kind of where the song ends. Um, you really feel as if it's going to crescendo again. You think uh, musically it's it's about to maybe explode again and maybe some more orchestration is going to come in even. You're going to uh, get, get more beauty added to it. And it doesn't. It it does not do that. It switches to the sound of, of what kind of sounds like a a train going over some train tracks and some running water. Uh, the song kind of lives and has its own death and then uh, becomes something else. Um, and I, I just think that's really beautiful. And um, it, it's truly one of my favorite songs ever. I'm very thankful to have been introduced to it. And um I did, did never really thought I would be playing it here on sure. the show, but it's the time episode, and um, it. Uh, I hope you know. I hope people out there like it, and it maybe it'll help you through a hard time as well. It's "Rapid Bits of Time" by Chad Van Galen.
that may just become my favorite if they keep making music as good as they have for the last decade or so. The first three songs of their most recent album, Dragon, New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, are all about various aspects of time. So it starts with change, which is obviously about things changing over time. The third track is called Spud Infinity, which also is about kind of thinking of time in a non-linear way, or at least that's part of what it's about. It's about a lot of things, like a lot of her songs are. But the second (laughs) song is called Time Escaping. Time Escaping. And the chorus is just time escaping, time escaping. The phrase repeated twice. And then the verses are this, they seem like stream of consciousness, but she's a very intentional writer. And it's just all of these ephemeral... Is that Adrian Linker's uh, pronouns? Sorry. I think think they're she. Yeah. I don't know. Um, If they're not, then I'm... My intent is to yeah. respect the pronouns, but sure. I heard her referred to as she, so I don't yeah. know. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, whatever. You would know probably way better than I would. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I would. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry. obviously, I want to. I want to. I have the utmost respect for whatever this person refers to be prefers to be referred by. Um, the last I had seen her referred to was she. So that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, the verses are this. Just there's so much. <laughs> There's so much as all these different actions and it's all really impressionistic and kind of just giving the feeling of time passing and time getting away from you. And it's just a really beautiful song. And I, I do generally try to think of lyrics and poetry being two completely different things, but I don't like it really when people refer to lyrics as poetic, but the lyrics of the song read, like poetry you can just read them and they're also equally beautiful whenever she sings them i don't i love the song i love this album love this band man Uh, seeing them this summer was it was easily the best show that i that i saw last summer and you know i saw like 22 concerts and 50 bands or something ridiculous like that this they were my favorite that i saw that album in particular means so much to me like it i got it didn't come out during a time that was tough, but I got really into it during a particularly tough transitional period in my life. And now it's just like in my bones. I've listened to it so many times. Uh, yeah. So that's time. We did time. I love that one. Yeah. That's Dan uh, and Andy doing that's a, time. We really did, Andy. We did it again. Do you got any, um, uh, any like honorable mentions? I got a few that, that I wanted to peel off here. Sure. My friends had a few recommendations. I want to give them their due since they did contribute some things. But when I ask my friends for help with this, I am doing something similar to you, to what you do, as you described putting time into Spotify mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing what comes up. Like my memory is not great. I'm often hoping yeah. that my friends will jog my memory, you know? And so my friend Sam, who was in the Frog Eye Jug Band back in Springfield, recommended a They Might Be Giant song called Four of Two, which is one of their kids' songs, but it's all about time. Like, it's about times. I don't know if it's to teach kids about time, but it repeats the time four of two, four minutes to sure. two o'clock. It repeats those same two digits in a number of different ways. Andy, my honorable mentions here had borrowed time by Parquet Courts, had wasted time by Kings of Leon, had 1251 by the strokes oh, that yeah. was a recommendation uh, from my lovely girlfriend had i not d- done the meet me in the bathroom talk with uh, oneida i probably would have just played that one and had the vampire of time and memory one of my favorite songs off of like clockwork the wonderful queens of the stone age album uh, and then finally doing a cheeky little spin on it the incredible fall song off of perverted by language the almost nine minute long tempo house one of the best fall songs one of my favorite the fall songs tempo house man that, it's, a, it's a freaking crusher it's good yeah that's all i got I, I was looking for a good iron and wine song to contribute but i don't have any specific song of theirs that speak to me because they do have a lot he that dude does have a lot of music that is specifically about the passage of time and kind of negotiating how you feel about that and the role it plays in your life like is one of his most popular albums is called our endless numbered days Uh, and i was you know that's just just not a band who's i love the feeling of his music and i listen to it from time to time for the feeling but there's no single song that really 
speaks to me or speaks for me. So I didn't wind up picking anything of theirs, his, whatever. It's one of those bands that is one person. So the pronouns get mixed up there too. Iron and wine, more like iron and shut the hell up. I don't care. Okay. Good one. Very <laughs> don't, clever. I don't listen to that crap. <laughs> anyway, anything exciting coming up in your life soon, Dan? <laughs> oh, I, I think I think I've got a plan for a show in, in, on the horizon, like an actual podcast. No, Andy, oh, to go like, to a show. Uh, like a like like a like a show to go to, but I'm it, it's it's still out there a ways. I'm not I'm not quite ready to talk about sure. it. Might be some other music related news. Oh yeah, coming yeah. up you got for some me. Cool stuff going on as well. Got some, um, you know, folks. I, I I might be back behind the traps for for the for the first time in in long over a decade now i I may be getting back on the kit slapping those skins you know what trap stands for andy i I just learned this recently because i'm i'm reading the the razor thin uh biography of buddy rich written by mel torme which is called traps because traps was buddy rich's nickname huh Sorry, do you, you, do, you, do you know what you know where traps comes from? No, I don't know. I, so I'm, it seems as if I'm talking to Remy right now. Yeah. Uh, Diaz has, of course, put Remy up to the mic uh, in an attempt to get him to say something. I guess. Meow. No, he doesn't talk on command. That wasn't him. Okay. Uh, traps. Uh, it means trappings. Trappings. Oh, drum okay. Kit has all, all different yeah. manner of little doodads going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing playing drums live here that pretty rules. soon. I'll, I'll I'll announce more of that and probably even throw it up on the freaking Spring Food uh, Instagram. How's it feel? Feels great. Feels feels real good, Andy. It's uh something I haven't done in a in a long long time when i when i play at home it's it's with myself or or with my lovely girlfriend uh but but being involved in in a full band scenario like this is 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 pretty fun so excited to do more of that i'm excited for you man i miss being on stage i'm gonna be jealous hope that i can see you play next time i'm in town which might be a little while absolutely i don't know if i've told you that but i might not be able to come home this summer because of my new job and visa paperwork and all that so hey <sighs> you know we'll see that's fine it's fine i'll just it's have fine. to make my way out there to, to hong kong you should you can come to china now man visa free entry for americans 14 days you can just roam around china do whatever you want used to be you had to have a huge amount of paperwork to do it now they want people in here so bad spending money they'll just let your waltz right in you should come. Yeah. You should come. I can walk or waltz. You can walk. You can walk. You can waltz. You can pirouette. However you want in. That's great. However you want in here, please come. <laughs> I, it, it's 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 been bantied about Andy. I would love to uh, to 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 make an international trip. Yeah. Easiest to fly through Hong Kong and then cross the border there. Easiest is and cheapest to do that. You come. We'll hang out in Hong Kong yes, for a couple cheapest days. Cheapest would be easiest, huh? Yeah. Cheapest definitely would be easiest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come to Hong Kong, show you that place. Your trip will peak right at the beginning because it is very, very cool. Then we just go anywhere you want in China. We'll figure it out. I'll only charge I, you a couple thousand dollars as a guide fee. Sure. And that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you seem like a great guide. Thanks. 
You're not. You're not annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Stinky. Hey, I don't stink. Uh, I take care of myself. (laughs) He admitted he's annoying, folks. Of course. (laughs) No one knows that more than me. I am stuck with this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's tough. Go listen to that podcast Springfield episode where I am actively apologizing for me talking. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's always now you get to edit that sucker. That's good for you. I'm not. I mean, I'm just gonna sync everything up. I'm editing is strong for describing what I'm going to be doing (laughs) to that episode. I'll send it to Dustin. He can edit whatever he wants to edit. Anyway, it's great to see you, Dan. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good to see you, Andy. And, it's super fun. And if you're not listening, hey, that's, that's your prerogative. It's fine. That's fine. Wish you would. I'm fine with that now. Wish you would listen. Usually we would make like a big thing about it and be like, F you, dude. You should listen. Uh, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. This one's good, though. It was a good one. Good ones recently. So, yeah. you know, it, get, get, if. If you are listening and you have friends that are like, hey, we used to listen to that crap, but then it really fell off, say, yes, yep, I agree. And now it's back and uh, not better than ever, it's but it's all right it as is ever. Well, in the range of, of good. So, um, uh, just kidding. If they say they fell off, you for few 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 podcast of all time uh my audio interface came unplugged so i guess that's done (laughs) wait were you doing that on purpose you were doing that and then that just happened yes yeah (laughs) yeah fully i don't know what happened but thankfully it happened then that's so funny i didn't hear the audio malfunction i can see it in the (laughs) In the waveform, but I hope everything's. I'm sure everything's safe. I yeah, no, it, it looks fine. Yeah, I, the okay. 